You are listening to episode 285 of the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast with me, Lucia Holly. Welcome to the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast, the show for women like you who have tried restrictive diet after diet and are ready for simple, thoughtful solutions to help you sustainably lose weight for the last time from a place of abundance and peace. If you're looking to end the yo-yo of comfort eating and rigid weight loss protocols, and instead step into living your life mindfully on your terms while losing weight in the process, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, party people. Welcome to the show. It is literally raining leaves as I'm looking out the window right now. We've had these, we have a bunch of maple trees in our yard at our new house, and it's been really interesting I mean, a lot of them are are the same size and it's interesting to see which trees have already like dropped all their leaves and which ones have been holding on. And so we have this one tree in our front yard that has been holding on to its leaves for dear life. (laughs) And today is a day where it finally is just dropping all of them. You know, so these days with the podcast, I tend to record these episodes a couple of days to maybe up to a week before I release, unless it's a guest interview. But for the most part, they're very within the time that I release these to you. And that's just what feels nice for me these days. And, you know, I always encourage everyone, do what do what feels nice, okay? Do what feels nice for yourself. We love that. But as I was sitting here thinking about, well, what do I want us to be talking about on today's show... Something that I try to do here, maybe you've picked up on it, is that I try to be pretty neutral to positive, okay? I really don't um, find a lot of utility in, gosh, especially in health and wellness, that drill sergeant energy, that kind of shaming energy of pushing yourself um, to be better from a place of not being good enough already. I just don't think that that is very long lasting. I think there can be power and efficacy to it. I see people do it, but just to me and how I coach and how I approach life, you know, take it or leave it. um, I just don't see the long lasting staying power of that. I do think, and you hear me talk about this on the show a lot. I do think often we do have to do things that feel like a push to our egos We do have to experience discomfort because we are literally asking ourselves to do new things in sustainable ways. So there is discomfort to that. Don't get me wrong. But I do think there is a distinct difference in that approach. So as I was sitting here thinking, I was like, what should we talk about today? I realized, well, a lot of the subjects I talk about are very neutral to positive, because I don't like, who, who cares to be negative? But I recognize that like we got to acknowledge some of the more negative feeling experiences that we have around food and nutrition. And so today I wanted to talk about this interesting side of weight loss that actually a lot of us experience that either we might not realize we're experiencing in the moment or that we realize in reflection and in hindsight that was actually part of our experience. And the thing that we experience is feeling guilty for A, wanting to lose weight, and then B, losing the weight. Now, feeling guilty, to me, that is almost always happening in context of being a human and having social connections. I don't, I'm trying to think right now. I think guilt is always associated with us 
in context with other people. We feel guilty because we think we are doing something or by us doing something, we are affecting others. I think guilt, we're always, even if we're thinking about ourselves, we're thinking about ourselves in relation and in relationship to other people. And feeling uh, (laughs) feeling guilt with weight loss what can be happening there is, of course, a couple of different directions. And so there are two that I wanted to hit on in today's show. Number one, feeling guilt that you want to lose weight. We've actually have talked about that here and there. That's actually a huge reason why I decided to just talk about weight loss all the damn time is because I had too many clients coming to me who were typically women who were saying, I would never want my friends to feel like they have to lose weight, but I feel like I have to lose weight um, and I feel guilty. I feel like I'm not being body positive. I'm not doing this or that, right? So we have to dismantle all that, figure out where that comes from, and then just fucking let that shit go. (laughs) Because the theme that I was seeing is that for that side of feeling guilt around weight loss, usually what's happening is that we don't, we're trying to say, well, I don't judge other people for their experiences. But right now, my experiences are not leading me to feeling as good in my body as I know I could feel. Hence, therefore, I want to change my habits to be habits that feel good that then allow some weight to drop off in the process, okay? So that's one side of gate. Uh, I'm going to say that the whole episode, <laughs> gate, guilt associated with weight loss. But the other one, and the one that I think is sneakier and takes a while for us to recognize, is the guilt associated with losing weight because it changes. It has to. It's just going to. It is going to change our relationships with other people. When you change, of course, I've used this analogy before. I always think of, you know, those like plastic um, bags that citrus comes in, whether it's oranges or lemons or limes, they're kind of like nets so you can just rip them apart when you bring your produce home, your citrus home. I always think of those, like that netting. I think of that when I think of social connections. When you make a change, you're one of those little like cross links and you start to pull and move in a different direction. That can create strain. It can create laxity. It creates a change to those other parts of the netting that you're connected to. And to me, that's what I think of when I think of social connections that change when we are as individuals change is that naturally it's going to change how others perceive us. It has the potential to how they perceive us, how they interact with us and their own thoughts and feelings about themselves and their beliefs about the world. Now, if you (laughs) think about the things within your control other people's thoughts and feelings, they're not in there. It's not within your control. It is within your control to communicate your thoughts and your feelings. And if that, if that does what you want it to do, great. But it's also not within your control if by doing that, it doesn't do what you want it to do with other people. Because other people are not within your control. And I think that that piece of control is absolutely monumental when it comes to losing weight and keeping it off. I have found that, and I think this just works 
person to person, but I've had some clients who, a decent handful over the years, who have started working with me and they're pretty upfront that they're like, hey, I'm starting this process, you know, I have accountability with you, Lucia, and like, you know, whatever the process is that we're doing, but they're like, and like my partner, you know, most people's partners know, especially because coaching is a financial investment. I think everyone's, no one's, no one's done coaching without telling their partner, okay? But I've had quite a few people say like, but I'm not sharing this journey with my mom or I'm not sharing this journey with my sisters yet, right? Like, and I've noticed that people will kind of be protective about making these changes in their lives, these habit changes. And I think that that's really beautiful. And other people want to share it right away. They might start an Instagram page. <laughs> they might really feel like, hey, I want the accountability. I want people to be seeing me go through this change because that feels exciting to me. That feels motivating. That helps me feel kind of like the reality of me. Like I am making a change. I'm being perceived by other people and they can see I'm making the change. So I must be making the change. And both of those approaches are beautiful. They're absolutely beautiful because we are all individual. I know for me, I'm a very private person. And when I create changes in my life, I take my time with them and they're personal and I think through them. And then when I'm ready to share them with other people, I do. So I really resonate with the folks who are like, hey, the person that I've maybe had a more challenging um, relationship with food around, like my mother or my sister, or those are just common ones that have come up that I've seen with coaching clients over the years. But it might be anyone or just like, I'm not telling my coworkers, like whatever. doesn't matter. I really resonate with that personally. And also, (laughs) doesn't mean that that is any better or worse than really just saying like, hey, I'm putting myself out there. I'm going to show people what I'm up to, okay? The reason that it's important to identify this stuff is simply to understand, right? Like it almost, the, the ins and the outs almost don't matter so much as simply having the understanding that if you are feeling guilt around the changes that you're making that are supporting you in health and wellness, literally helping you live a more, like in the long run, an easier life, right? Getting stronger, coming into kind of that Goldilocks range of body fat percentage that is healthful, right? Not too too lean and not too um, overweight. Really what science shows is that Goldilocks range, that helps you have an easier life in the long run yeah you have to be disciplined with like drinking some goddamn water (laughs) going on your walks you you have to prioritize yourself and your habits but in the long run that's to support you so that when you get older you're able to pick yourself up off of the ground you can still continue to bring your groceries in during the day you can have that clarity of mind of having a really nourished body and maybe continue to show up for your grandkids or whatever it's going to be so No matter how you approach your journey, whether you keep it more to yourself or you're really outward with it, it still might be worth your time to recognize if you are feeling guilty ahead of time for wanting to make changes that are literally life-giving to you because you are concerned ahead of time, worried, Here's the thing with the emotion of worry is that worry loves to convince us that it is worth our time. It really loves to tell us, well, if I worry about things, then I'll have a game plan. If I worry about things, then I'll know what to do in the moment when the thing does go wrong or bad. (laughs) But that is kind of the lie of worry because it, it negates 
the wisdom that we all have of common sense. When you're in an extreme situation, which by the way, with sustainable weight loss, nothing is going to be all that extreme. (laughs) Spoiler, (laughs) you just have to do the boring habits (laughs) day after day. You're eating a calorie deficit day after day. You're getting a strength training. You're eating balanced meals. It is fucking boring as it should be. <laughs> so even with that worry, what what we're often, often worrying about is how this is going to affect or what people might say to us or what they might not say to us. I was talking with a friend a couple of months ago and she's lost, well, I think well over 50 pounds at this point. And she was like, what the heck? Why isn't anyone commenting on this work that I've put in? She's like, I can see the differences. What world are we in? She's like, you know, so often we're learning and being told, hey, don't comment on other people's bodies. And I think that is really huge. As someone, so many people commented on my body growing up, like it actually gave me a really interesting perspective, having been very heavy set and then coming back to a kind of a healthier body fat percentage. Um, really gave me amazing insights into other people's thoughts. But also it was interesting to be like, When someone is moving their wellness in the direction of health and wellness, we can want to be, you know, acknowledged for that. So regardless of where you are in your weight loss journey, I think it's appropriate to talk about the fact that you are a social creature in a social world. And at some point, your health and wellness, as private as it is to you, other people might have thoughts and opinions about it that are none of your business. Whether you want them to share their thoughts and opinions, whether you don't want them to share their thoughts and opinions, what other people do, all you can do, and if you you know have heard about boundaries or thought about boundary work, boundary work is never about telling other people what to do. It's sharing with other people what you will do or what you do do. And having that clarity with them. And then they're just going to do what they're going to do. Whether they acknowledge the boundaries that you share with them. That you are going to do. Or not. We can't control their people. And I think that that guilt that we can feel preemptively. That oh this might change. Like I don't want this person or that person to feel bad about how they eat. Or what if they say something about how I eat now. That preemptive worry and that preemptive guilt is unnecessary noise in the little radio stations of our mind. (laughs) And it can tell us that that noise, I think, can be very convincing because it's coming from a stress response. Because as social beings, what could be scarier than being isolated and being alone and being different? It's a very primal and normal reaction to not want to feel different. But because we're in this beautiful modern world, um, The differences that we're creating, again, we can't control what other people are going to do. So this episode, it's not going to be like, and so far, hopefully, it hasn't been um, prescriptive in terms of, hey, do this and do that, say this and say that. I don't want to do that. As a coach, I don't think that's actually my role. My role is to offer you the opportunity to think about different insights or to garner your own awareness in these like general sectors, right? Emotions, thoughts, nutrition science, fitness science, all that stuff. But beyond that, you're a human having your own lived experience. So you just get to rock on with your bad self and you get to trust 
and maybe start to explore and play around with and get curious about the fact that you do know what to do. That other people's thoughts and feelings are none of your business, just like your thoughts and feelings are none of their business. If you'd like to share with them what you're doing, that's up to you. And it's a really beautiful place to be, to take that one step towards the potential that our brains feel of being isolated and alone and scared. That's what that guilt is doing. It's trying to push you away from that, saying, don't don't rock the boat. Don't change things. Bad things could happen. We don't know what could happen. And that not knowing piece, well, literally, you don't know. So until you do the thing, which in this case... Y'all, it's not that bad. (laughs) When you're getting yourself healthier for the long term, our brains make it out to be this big, bad, scary wolf so often. But that's just what brains do when they don't, when they have like unknowables and some uncontrollables, which are other people's opinions. So I guess this is my little love letter to you this week of saying, guess what? You don't have to humor the guilt, whether it's preemptive or you're kind of in the moment and you are maybe you know, into your journey and you are doing things differently and people are commenting or they're, I don't want to say they're getting triggered, but like maybe they are. I don't know the people in your life. Maybe it's hard for them. Just reminding you that like your job is to support yourself in practicing these habits. And of course we have loved ones and of course we want to communicate, but beyond communicating your values, your reasons why for literally giving yourself a life that is that much more rich. Any guilt that you're experiencing is, it's, it's almost like it's none of your business. I promise you, you can just let it go. And that's a big release of control. And I think oftentimes when we're feeling like we can't reach a goal, we're actually controlling ourselves in certain ways um, that we might not even be realizing out of a place of fear or nervousness or uncertainty. And that's totally human. That's what I want to share with you on today's episode. It's totally human. Nothing's gone wrong. Nothing's bad. You don't have to like beat yourself up or figure out where in your childhood, like why you wanted to control things. You can if you want to. Or you can just recognize that you're a human and you have some stressy thoughts and those stressy thoughts can often co-occur with trying new things, but you are brave and you do things to support yourself. So you can just kind of shrug off those thoughts and those feelings when they come up. And the more you practice that, that is where things get so darn powerful. That, that's that moment of decision-making right? Like that's the moment I think, you know, people try to think about all the time, like how do I motivate, how do I motivate myself to get to the gym? How do I motivate myself to go grocery shopping and have the foods in the house that I know help me reach my goals? How do I get to bed earlier? You take it one step at a time and you let it be uncomfortable. You just let yourself just assume that you're going to have the noisy radio static thoughts as you're doing something new it's perfect it's kind of like the idea of when you have a little kiddo and maybe they're having to do like a new transition 
to a different activity or there's a change in the routine and schedule, you might know as the caretaker or the adult, hey, this week where this is a new change, it's going to be a little trickier, but you don't not do the change (laughs) because kids are adaptable. And what can feel like the weirdest, scariest part is literally just that there is a change. Doesn't mean the change is bad. Oftentimes the change is really, really good. So I actually don't think it's all that different for us as adults. We just think it is, or we do so much thinking all the time that we don't kind of give ourselves that grace of recognizing, yeah, building in a newer habit of getting in another 2,000 steps a day, which is another 20 minutes of movement, is going to feel, I'm going to have to think about it this first week. Okay, I might have to think about it the second week. But if I give myself that ability to just feel a bit of discomfort within a month, it's going to be pretty darn normal for me. Is that something I want? Yay, nay, etc. So that's what I wanted to talk about. Hopefully that was a good, um, good uh, scope on guilt around weight loss. Because the whole idea is not to get rid of it or figure it out. It's just to recognize it's a little creature. It's going to be there. We're humans. We have emotions. We can't control them, but we can notice them. We don't have to think a lot about them. They're natural. They're just, they're just part of us, okay? We can't get mad at them. We can't avoid them. They're just there. They're little, I like to think of them as little creatures. We just have these little, we're like a little, not, not a zoo, we're like a little jungle. <laughs> and they're different emotions, they're different animals. They're all part of the ecosystem. They're there for a reason. The less we try to figure out why that animal is or isn't there, and the more we just recognize, aha, this is how I, like I just notice it, and then I carry on. I'm safe to carry on. The more powerful I think we'll feel as we're creating the changes and then once we're in the momentum of the change that's where we develop our confidence and that's where we can really see aha I am doing it so as always my love letter to you thank you so much for being here and I'll see you on next week's episode bye hey if you love today's show I'd love for you to take a minute and give a rating with a review If you too are ready for more women to make life choices from loving mindfulness, that means we need more women listening to this message so they know it's available to them and they can do it too. And if you're ready yourself, come coach with me, where we'll work together and you'll learn how to take this process to the next level in your wellness goals, life desires, and beyond. Go to luciahawley.com, that's L-U-C-I-A-H-A-W-L-E-Y.com to connect.